listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Rec League, I ain't paying the ball. Y'all be stringing like a broke guitar and I still put it down like the family dog. Yep, I murder some, murder one, explain it all. Ferguson, we ain't gotta sing the same old love song, cut a white girl with the same black gloves on. Yeah, what it said to it. Old money look, no, no money gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga coming around like a line on the Huey and I'm only looking back if you're feeling on a booty at her booty. That's a ratchet now. They want to smoke niggas like the black and mild, so we opted out. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Monday, a Halloween Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's supposed to be the thunder. Um, yep, uh, Halloween Monday. Happy Halloween to you guys. I hope y'all got all your candy and your tricks and your treats and stuff like that uh for everybody today mm-hmm. i like the costumes they were cute yeah i made a thread in the uh facebook uh group which uh uh and i pinned it to the top and it was just for people to post different costumes they found around oh. you know the uh internets and some of our fans posted costumes they wore and stuff like that check that out yeah so it's, it's like yeah first one on the front page so uh but a lot of people have been like contributing and showing you know and i've been adding ones i've seen on twitter and stuff this is one of my favorite times of the year mm-hmm. where you get to see the dope hot costumes you know i think people concentrate a little too much on the you know white people doing offensive costume type things but you know there's a ton of people who put thought and effort into their costumes and they have fun ones and stuff like that um so uh anyway uh you can find this show on itunes just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we'll leave and we'll read them on the show as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today um oh yeah i also meant to mention uh you can check us out on crowdcast uh crowdcast.io if you're at a computer uh, but if you have a, uh, you know, a mobile device, they have an app. I know the app is out for the iOS now. Um, so Crowdcast, um, just look up the app and, uh, you know, come, come see us in the chat room. Uh, cause, uh, like today, we wore Ninja Turtle costumes, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not total Ninja It's like a Ninja Turtle shirt and a mask. It's a not, mask. it's not completely, you know. Oh, no, we didn't go all out. Mm-mm. Yeah, we didn't go. Oh, this is dressing up for me. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I still need to be able to do the show. You <laughs> I know. need to be able to see. I'm still talking at this, but yeah, I need to be able to see. But we appreciate everybody coming through the uh, chat and stuff to check it out. Um, of course, we have all kinds of news to get to and stuff that we mm-hmm. didn't have time to get to yesterday uh yesterday was so busy um, uh yeah yesterday was busy from the time we got up to the to the walking dead we were going yeah karen uh when um uh, like she cleaned up before we went to bed i, I was so tired yesterday because i didn't get a chance to nap or anything but uh she straightened up the most of the house and stuff and then we woke up straightened up a little bit more went and got mike lawrence which was cool because we saw mike lawrence you know perform saturday night mm-hmm. um and uh he was so good man i like could not I, yeah i can't there's no we can't do it justice not enough praise y'all like if y'all see him go to his website and please he is worth every single dime you will laugh 
so we we had that time like we just enjoyed him and then uh you know we were facebooking and stuff which is funny because i'm you know pretty cool with mike through facebook and all that stuff where you know we'll like we'll im each other about <laughs> movies we just saw and shit where it's just like i think he used to have like the public like lambasting of movies and now it's more like all right well we just saw suicide squad and then we become each other's support group to get through some of these horrible movies and shit Mm -hmm. um but so we would talk or whatever and you know we've been pretty cool for for quite some time and you know don't tell me the internet's not real man so you know it was cool you know we went and picked them up came over here did the show and then we were in a rush so we had to drive them back i really wanted to go to cowfish with them but we had promised my niece layla that we were gonna go see storks with her yeah we would have hated to cancel on her last yeah i I, yeah i would i don't yeah i don't cancel on layla so it was just like well all right man you know next time hopefully uh and then we went and uh took uh layla to see storks uh and then we reviewed it so if you're a premium member uh there's a new show on your feed uh, another spoiled movie review mm-hmm. it's our third with kids correspondent layla yes and we uh yeah we had a good time reviewing that um i think i was getting on her nerves with my uncle jokes but she seems to get them she seems oh, to, she, does. she seems to get them more than she does and i put it that way okay she tries to act like she be hating cool yeah. yeah i taught her a new game called hey look at that guy over there where ah, look at that guy over there where you uh pick a you pick a guy and you go hey look at that guy over there now it didn't have to be a, a male it could be anybody and then you just do their inner monologue you know like oh look at me i'm waiting for the bus you gotta do it in a silly voice though you can't just do it in a, you have to look at me i'm waiting for the bus it sure is hot i wish i had some ice cream and then she'll you know she was like this game is stupid this is why i call you crazy uncle and i'm like whatever you know because i know secretly deep down inside you crazy too because you related to me and within (laughs) within two turns she was like okay i got the next one i want to do a turn and she was doing it so you know what game set match to me Mm -hmm. um but yeah we had a good time watching storks and uh i got to make up a new song called babies which is uh awesome because uh, they play you know like it's getting to be a formula if you watch any of those children's movies where um they, they all they all have like the same soundtrack like it always is like um some non-offensive oh yeah uh upbeat. yeah up up like mid-tempo yeah not too fast not too slow yeah it's all the same shit and this one was um the lumineers holding out was the name of this um which uh you know it's 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 such a generic song let me see if i can play it very generic i guess it could be at the end of up it could be at the end of secret life of pets it really doesn't matter so since the movie was about storks delivering babies i just decided to because i didn't want to learn the words of this song that's that's mm-hmm. ridiculous Who's trying to learn the words? so instead what i would do is just say babies about once every uh every five seconds so it's more like babies 
Yeah, we deliver babies. You was with the babies. And you saw all the babies. It was babies. Layla's not a fan of that song, guys. No, she was not. She no. Yeah, she complained the whole Did record. not like the remix at all. Mm-mm. She was fine with the regular version, but some about your version. my remix was not, she was not down with that at all. So mm-hmm. we, we played that a lot. Um, uh, cause that's another thing I like to do is when I leave kids movies is play the soundtrack immediately mm-hmm. in the car on the way home. You know, like Legos is everything is awesome. You know, that's Matana. Everything is awesome. Yeah, it's I cool. It's cool. People don't like that, but I love that song. It's cool for about like two seconds, then you like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but it is how I view the world a lot. People looking at me like, why is she so happy? Because everything is awesome, even if it ain't, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> well, so anyway, that was it. Was cool, and then uh, Karen and Layla played video games. Um, we had a good time um playing uh video games while mm-hmm. you was in here putting up the show and stuff we really had fun playing what was that fish frenzy mm-hmm. feeding frenzy i think or oh, something like that feeding frenzy yeah that was fun yeah well at any rate we had uh we had a good time so i enjoyed it all right let's talk about news and stuff okay guys all kinds of news continue to happen and uh you know it's scary guys it's scary out here um here's the most scary story there's a coffee shop out there that charges you every minute that you're sitting inside Mm, starbucks will make a fortune and luke cage would lose a fortune uh apparently you know people you know like to go to coffee i mean you know it's common you know at their date or something oh you want to get some coffee or hey why don't we just meet for coffee yeah, and i guess they be like y'all been in here all goddamn day doing nothing <laughs> yeah it's a cheap date mm-hmm. you know um so it's not you know it's not a big deal you know yeah, people ain't bothering nobody i don't see the point but i guess they you know they saying basically our time up space yeah so i'm not you know it's just it's a you you spend a few bucks you talk you can talk for as long as you want or whatever except uh a new cafe in brooklyn however won't let you just lounge around all day just buying a small drink um they charge customers six dollars for the first hour in the coffee shop and then 10 cents for every minute after the first hour Shit. and that's like a, a 10 10 to 20 back in the day you make a phone call and they, it's like we charge you 29 for the first minute and then seven five seventy five dollars for the next minute and then one penny for every minute after that <laughs> oh they're like get y'all ass out here quit using our wi-fi yeah so similar to cyber cafes where they charge you uh for time rather than purchases right. and while you're there you can relax and play some board games drink coffee or tea or even get some free snacks yeah to keep you there uh, right, so you lose track of time. Now they do cap the charge at twenty four dollars. So I would say the best thing to do is to just get your money's worth. Mm. Bring a computer and write your screenplay. Okay, keep your table. Leave your stuff on your table for when you come back. You know, bring a buddy and uh live there like a hotel. You know, oh, what are they gonna no. do? That's a twenty four dollar a night hotel. If you think about it, guys. <laughs> Uh, i know what i'm going to new york i know i'm staying at the cafe okay i know <laughs> can't beat them prices Mm-mm. 
i'm like you said no more than 24 dollars they were like sir why are you laying out an air mattress I'm like because you already maxed out the time good night Mm-mm. can you turn the lights off when you leave mm-hmm. um let's see women mm-hmm. let's talk about y'all what about them y'all need to wait okay the good news is you want the good news or the bad news first bad okay you need to live 170 more years before what the good news which is the gender gap will be closed when it comes to getting paid i don't believe that women are gonna get paid equality they just gotta wait 170 more years that's according to an estimate by the world economic forum assessing gender gaps when it comes to economic opportunities political empowerment education and health between men and women while international figures from german chancellor angela merkel to the u.s democratic presidential nominee hillary clinton and the uk prime minister theresa may have placed greater focus on women in the leadership roles the outlook of the average female worker remains grim in fact it has deteriorated in the past 12 months the target for when men and women would get equal pay moved 52 years into the future and 2186 i believe that so by the time the cyborgs take over karen y'all gonna be raking in that dough (laughs) the economic divergence which measures the participation rate in the workforce job opportunities and pay has widened to levels not seen since the 2008 financial crisis according to wef the wef the reversing uh of a trend wait reversing the trend of progress and highlighting the challenges for female workers so you know you do have a point which is basically this we were actually supposed to get there sooner than that but it keeps getting pushed back so you know that 178 years it'll probably get pushed back when we get close then because just like racism sexism is some uh, misogyny is something that you can't really equate for because it's not actually rational no and just like racism is one of those things where you want to die but it never dies and also it's one of those things where not tell me funny it and i'm gonna go ahead and say as long as you have men who think they're superior to women you're gonna have this problem and you're always gonna have men that think they're superior to women so this issue will never ever go away because society teaches men that they are the end all be all and you are supposed to go get a woman and how dare a woman has um you know an opinion how dare a woman won't equal pay even though most households uh with a two-parent household regardless of, of, of how this household is designed most two-parent households everybody got to work so it's one of those things where in um my mind women will be working and and also women are punished women are punished for having children women are punished uh for taking more time off women are punished for maternity leave we you know we are one of the only uh one of the well us and i think one or two other countries are one of the few countries that are industrialized that doesn't have guaranteed paid maternity leave for men and women you know um and so when you look at those things you go well no nobody's really trying to solve this problem and then every time it comes up you always have people even women because you know people vote against their own interests all the time think that there's that they're inferior to men so when you have people of the of the oppressed group that continue to think that they're inferior you're going to continue to have this problem well i mean could it also be the fact that y'all have those vaginas you know i mean it is a pretty big hurdle to overcome you know with all that stuff going on down there 
you know like should y'all really you know get paid as much as a man because i mean think about it vaginas okay think about it penises was i I, I don't give a fuck Mm, okay that's good i hadn't thought of it that way Mm. i mean and and then the truth be told i know a lot of women Mm -hmm. to be told that are stronger than some men like literally stronger and they don't uh, strength i think a lot of people equate strength with physical strength but i mean stronger like they're able to take more they're able to handle more i think Mm -hmm. a lot of times people um talk about women like women are these weak fragile creatures Mm -hmm. when they're not they're able to birth children which all in itself is a task (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then you know then you have women that are physically cut open (laughs) to birth children (laughs) you know you're talking about women that deal with sexism women that deal with racism you know and then you have uh women of all uh, types and nationalities and backgrounds and transgender women and all kinds of things happening here but yet you have people that talk about how women are the weaker class get out of here i i hear that and i think that's a good argument but have you thought about it from another perspective which um i think we're quite familiar with on the show What's that? um have you thought about it from anthony mackie's perspective Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. What talking about make him a sandwich? Make daddy a sandwich, can mm-hmm. make his own goddamn sandwich. Ain't nothing wrong with his ass. Okay, all right. Well, that's equality. Mm. All right. Well, Karen does not agree with uh, making daddy, make a daddy a sandwich. So you make daddy a sandwich. Daddy want a sandwich. I'm gonna make daddy a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> all right. I make you a sandwich because I want to, not because I'm obligated to. Okay. All right. Well, Karen's not a fan of uh. Mm-mm uh women making less but look 178 years from now y'all gonna be straight so i don't even give what the big deal is okay i won't be here so it don't matter <laughs> i want it now yeah i got to wait well you know what you're right when um the uh what do you call that thing genesis takes over mm-hmm. and uh kill us all it you mean will- the apocalypse exodus genesis oh oh no you're talking no you're right you're talking about terminator yes okay yes uh takes over and uh, eliminates humankind uh we will have equal pay because nobody would get fucking paid so yeah that'd be true true equality okay because nobody making money so that's true equality well speaking of women and equality uh mary j blige's estranged husband says the singer has turned him into a villain by opening her concerts with images of his $130,000 a month spousal support demand to cover his private chef, personal trainer, and vacations. Oh, the petting is coming out, ain't it? Yeah, well, she has a tour going on right now, and she starts the tour off by showing uh, all the these fake newspaper headlines about him divorcing her, um, which, you know, is pretty petty. And then she comes out and performs. Now, I mean, it says something because I used to feel bad being like, "Oh man, uh, I'm kind of rooting for Mary J. Blige's marriage not to work out." But if you think about it, it's really not my bad because she knows that we're looking for some more drama, and that's why she starting off every concert with it. So she's acknowledging herself that she makes her best work when her men ain't acting right so you know um i don't feel bad for rooting for it now but yeah he um is now saying hey why are you out here 
putting my name through mud in the public i ain't saying nothing about you mm-hmm. now one thing i didn't know about throughout throughout this is uh that he was her manager so oh, he gonna get the something. monetary argument is a little different than how it's being framed which is funny it's funny to see it be framed this way against a man because it's always framed this way against women uh where it's, where it's like these bitches it wasn't women shooting at the gym you know what i mean oh he was just shooting with you uh but yeah he requests nearly a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in spousal support in an attempt to uh i mean she has displayed images of tabloid headlines covering her estranged husband's request for nearly a hundred thirty thousand dollars in spousal report in an attempt to embarrass him her ex claims in their ongoing divorce battle martin kendu isaacs 49 believes the r&b songstress is on a public campaign to destroy his reputation as well as shame and financially suffocate him the singer opens her show by displaying various images of tabloids pertaining to this dissolution in an attempt to paint her herself as the victim and mr isaacs as the villain according to court documents obtained by the dailymail.com blige who filed for divorce in july recently asked the court to delay a spousal support hearing to february so she and her lawyer can be in attendance the hearing has been scheduled for december isaac's claimed that if the hearing isn't held in december he will run out of money because blige fired him from his role as personal manager leaving him with no source of income uh blige 45 cited irreconcilable differences when filing for divorce after nearly 13 years of marriages damn can't do like i was a lover and her secretary and her personal manager he really was uh <laughs> now isaacs claims that by despair that by displaying images relating to the request for pro- for spousal support at her concerts blige is making a calculated attempt to destroy her husband's reputation to capitalize on the divorce i, I believe him it's also gotta hurt if he is trying to get another client at some point Isaac's lawyers have said that they have videos of Blige's concerts to provide the court for viewing. In recent court documents, Isaac asked the court to not accept Blige's request to move to support here in February. If the court were to grant such a long continuance, it would deprive Mr. Isaacs of an interim financial contribution for several months, particularly during the holiday season. He said that though Blige has given him advances on spousal support since August, it is not enough to cover his monthly costs since august blige has given isaacs a total of one hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars in court documents he is requesting one hundred and twenty-nine thousand dollars per month uh a pre a previous filing states that isaacs made forty-six thousand a month when he was employed by his wife and earned a total of over a half a million dollars the last year as her manager Woo! boy she is printing money but Isaacs, who claims He's that like, I'm not, I'm not lowering my lifestyle because we ain't in love no more. Isaacs, who claims to have four and a half million dollars in assets, says he now needs a spousal support uh, because his financial situation has changed significantly in the, tw- in the last twelve months. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's interesting about that too is it's, it's a thirteen year marriage. It's not even like the flash in the pan, like this group. It was just trying to. Yeah, she, go- yeah, she gonna have to pay, and this. You know, it's funny how the people look at men and women. I, you know, I look at him the same way I would look at a woman going, okay, mm-hmm. pay him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I understand the bigger, um, the, the bigger, um, I don't know, like discussion of gender and how it's affected shit throughout history and mm-hmm. and all this stuff but at the same time on an individual level when you get divorced you don't care about that no one cares about that Mm-mm. you know it's like when you get married you're not thinking of any of that shit like everyone's mm-hmm. always just thinking about 
their specific situation and he feels like he has a case where he should get paid and if it was the other the genders were flipped and it was the same situation it, it's weird because with the whole gender wars thing that people engage in constantly that you know they do flip morally and then try to justify the hypocrisy on the back end rather than right. to be like yeah being consistent the if someone manages you for 13 years and you fire them and divorce them that they, they you might have to give up more than a normal person would right. in, in this type of situation right because you have affected their lifestyle yeah and their you know essentially their um financial well-being was based on being with you you know right now i don't know how it works because i mean they were old enough to where she's an established brand and even though he's probably increased her i mean there's he's definitely i mean she's definitely increased her brands in the last 13 years i mean i don't think i mean her what who she is now compared to what we thought of her 13 years ago is completely different in my opinion right, like she keeps reinventing herself right yeah so i mean you he may be able to make an argument but i don't know if he'll get all this money that's the other part that right. everybody keeps getting and people do this all the time they get pissed off about you know it's two people that aren't you but they get pissed off uh when they see these figures but it's like negotiations you know the judge looks at it and goes okay this is the most you're asking for and then you know they either grant it or they go eh, nah not you haven't proven that you do one hundred thirty thousand dollars worth of shit every month that that she needs to be responsible for a lot of times they meet in the middle so a lot of times you aim high it'll be interesting to see when people what people say when that part comes because the judge may side with her or side with him or whatever you know Isaac's added that his bank account and checking account is currently overdrawn by a balance of $13,104. I didn't even know that was possible. I thought they capped your fees. Don't they cap it? Like, my shit has never been. What kind been... of bank account he got? Don't they be right. like, hey, my bank account, my bank account's like, hey, uh, nah, no more fees. Right. It must be different when you rich, cause I know BB and TV like, uh, candy bar? Okay, you can get your candy bar and $45 worth of fees. Close your account, bitch. Let us know when you got some money that you can come back up in here. I know, and anything you put on here gonna go towards that balance. Right, everything, BB&T be like Rihanna, you know what I mean? This bitch better have my money. Like, my negative 13, what, how do you even deposit to fix that? Mm Mm-mm anyway now the unemployed former manager wants to return to a life that included traveling by private planes dining at expensive restaurants and socializing with a-list celebrities and found and found this and the found the found states okay all right cool isaac specifically wants blige to cover one hundred twenty-nine thousand three hundred nineteen dollars out of one hundred sixty-one thousand four hundred thirty-four dollars that he spends per month in addition to the eight thousand dollar private chef thirty-two hundred dollar personal trainer he also asked Blige to contribute to his $5,000 he pays uh, his parents each month and 71000 that he uh, uh, in, in rent that he owes to several properties. Uh, he also pays nearly $5,000 a month in support for two children from a part of a relationship in a from a past relationship and $2,500 on auto expenses and transportation and $5,708 in maintenance and repair f- uh, on his properties and another $5,732 on groceries. $5,000. Ooh. What is you eating, baby? Whole foods. That's all it takes. That's just two trips. Yeah, you're right. That puts his pencil He has also asked for help in paying twenty one thousand six hundred seventy seven that he owes. I mean, that he gives in charitable donations. <laughs> ah! 
I want you to come with charities too. Yeah. Uh, can you pay me some money to give to some other people? Uh-huh. You can write off on your taxes. Uh, and ten thousand dollars he spends on entertainment gifts and uh, vacations. Uh, Isaac requested that Blige pay him an additional hundred thousand dollars for attorney fees and another thirty thousand to his forensic accounting fees um blige and isaac signed a prenup prenup agreement two days before the december 2003 wedding that includes a waiver of spousal support Ooh, he might not get nothing y'all but isaac is now arguing that it should not be considered valid or enforceable because blige had legal representation at the time of the signing and he did not i don't think he gonna win uh isaac said at the time he also did not understand the consequences of what i was about to sign he writes in the filing nigga he then argues that the fact that blige had already given him two payments and spousal support is evidence that she has her own reservations regarding the validity of the enforcement of the prenup Mm. so he's using the fact that she had pity on him and gave him some money to be like see she knows she owe me boy say he owe me you hear that nut so isaac also claimed it claimed in the filing that he had a significant role in growing her career negotiating practically every deal on her behalf on the songs of the songstresses since the marriage well, if he can prove that he might have some room to stand on he ain't yeah, getting all this money though everything but he don't get something though maybe although miss blige was a recording artist before we signed her income significantly increased during the marriage as i was her personal manager he said the nine-time grammy award winner had released six studio albums before the couple got married he had already made the billboard uh, she had already made the billboard top 100 in 2001 with one of the most famous songs family affair oh yeah i remember that all up in this dancery because she don't need no haters y'all okay a lot of y'all y'all think y'all need haters but see she's just trying to love one another mm-hmm uh her album love and life made the billboard 200 in august 2003 selling nearly 300,000 copies in the first week uh blige who on average now makes three hundred seventy one thousand dollars a month will release a new album later in october and has a supporting role in a feature film due to come uh premiere in 2017 uh she has not responded to any of this shit she's just doing her doing her concerts yeah, doing her tours well it's gonna be interesting to see how that works out because mm-hmm. that's uh pretty pretty scary uh so Nicki minaj did an interview right mm-hmm and the subject of kanye west kind of came up somehow and it sounded like maybe she had dissed him um but now she says she did not diss him okay um she said i'm so tired of black women feeling that when our men get rich they're going to leave them for a a woman of a different race she told the november issue of l it wasn't funny when kanye said it in 2005 in his hit gold digger when he's get on he'll leave your ass for a white girl and kanye happens to be with a white girl now it wasn't funny when he said it it was the fucking truth she said um and then um she said now to clarify uh i said he wasn't kidding he was speaking the truth about the industry i was saying he's the one who said it first the 33-year-old side-to-side singer wrote of the Grammy-winning rapper's line about black men dating white women. He doesn't apologize for his choices. He tells the truth about stuff people don't want to hear. What do you think? You think that cleaned it up enough? She cleaned that up because, like, <laughs> he wrote her some of the best bars on Monster. Like, like Monster verse is one of her best, in my opinion, one of her best verses ever. 
mm-hmm. and Kanye fingerprints was all on that honey. She ain't trying to fuck up her money. Hmm. That's interesting, man, because on the one hand, it's like I think she was clearly talking about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was less of a shot at the industry and more I mean it's at the industry and him because i mean he said it and he did it you know it wasn't just like a coincidence and shit um um so you know i i don't know i think maybe he's just big enough in the industry and shit where you gotta because you know for the most part uh nikki stays out of trouble mm-hmm. like she really isn't uh as much as uh outspoken as she is she really picks her targets and really um is pretty much right whenever she gets into some shit um you know just and she stays out of certain little just shit that it's just she knows this is gonna be a problem you know like this drake mcmill shit she just pretty much stayed out of it right um but it's interesting that um she will walk that back at all because i mean he did say that and he did do that Mm, you know so whether he was joking or not you know and it does add to the perception and i don't know about the reality of it honestly because percentage wise uh you know it's kind of been proven to not necessarily be the truth but Mm -hmm. um it definitely feels that way a lot of times that black dudes with uh access and money sometimes worship at the table of whiteness and it's like seeing and it's you know it's obviously offensive to white women as as well but it's basically seeing white women as possessions the way they look at cars and shit so it's like oh when i get money i'm gonna get a porsche and a white woman right so, which means you don't respect her yeah which obviously is you know you would think would be bad for everybody but you know some people fetishize each other and they that's that's their thing is like oh i got i got this black dude which is my fetish and he got a white woman which is my fetish and if people can make that work if that fetish is can become love or if it is love to some people who am i to say but it's i don't think it's a coincidence that that's how that shit went for kanye you know at any rate uh she walked it back uh she also talked about the double standard uh for these naked pictures and stuff she says when kim kardashian's naked picture came out sharon osborne praised it and my fans attacked her for being such a hypocrite so it wasn't trashy and raunchy when a white woman did it but it was when a black woman did it it's quite pathetic and sad but that is my reality and i've gotten accustomed to just shutting it down what naked pictures came out well okay so remember kim kardashian's naked selfie which was i i absolutely hate that phrase because it wasn't wasn't naked naked, it's a big ass black bar where you couldn't see shit Mm. on purpose which is fine but we keep honestly our society is so fucking stupid and puritanical that they went off as if she like fucking did a spread eagle inside my vagina picture it was was the most tamest it's like do y'all not have tumblr it's the most tamest shit i've ever seen oh tumblr go harder than that right and then the second thing was remember when nikki had the picture for the anaconda single and you know it was so much controversy it was the people that tried to show the picture without photoshop to be like see she's not really like that and then there was the oh she look at her looking like a hoe and this is nasty this is raunchy you know uh it kind of goes back to what a lot of black women have been talking about with donald trump when he called hillary clinton a nasty woman and a lot of mostly white women have kind of run with that 
and picked up that label and made it their twitter handle and they've like gotten shirts and stuff like proud to be a nasty woman i'm a nasty woman just like janet jackson said i'm a nasty woman which is not what janet jackson said um but the point the point being um you can pick on you can pick up that moniker and run with it because that's not something you've been fighting your whole life against right right black black women have been fighting the nasty label come on you know their entire the entire history especially in this country you know whether it was from the grooming needs and stuff when uh it was slavery in and you know the fact that they wouldn't let black women wear the same clothes as white women it's, you know the genteel southern belle you know got to be all fragranced up bathed and all this shit and then black women were just treated as nasty creatures and shit mm-hmm. despite the fact that white men were still out there lusting after them having sex with them wanting them raping them uh making children with them and all that shit it was still seen as these black inferior women uh who are nasty and shit and and i think that shit just from those roots continues to this day where it's like uh, a Nicki Minaj is nasty. A Kim Kardashian is liberated. You know, this is one of the reasons that many, many black women and women of color decry feminism because it's like it ain't feminism for everybody. It's no, it's not for white women and the choices that white women would make. Right, and I remember we had this conversation before, and I know we we had our differences, but that's why uh no matter what uh kim kardashian quote unquote say her nationality is here in america we view her as a white, white woman, woman yeah and i will continue to say that yeah um i don't disagree but uh it's it's just weird to see um is anyway it, i think she has a point because i think a lot of people were like no women had your back when they took that picture and they was like no we support kim kardashian but she's not talking about all women she's talking right. about there were groups of women that supported kim kardashian's nudity that don't support hers and those are the only women she's talking about because there's also groups of women that talk shit about kim kardashian's nudity but wouldn't have a problem with Nicki minaj because it's like a personal gripe and shit she just wasn't addressing them in that question because i mean it would be ridiculous to pretend that kim doesn't get a lot of pushback even with these tame ass nudes you end up with a lot of people like you know Oh, yeah. coming out the woodwork yeah, to her push her down in, right she does get her shit and i'm not yeah. saying that, that she doesn't get her shit but excuse me a lot of uh people have a problem with her because she uh date because she's married to kanye yep she talked about um republican presidential candidate donald trump's wife melania i'm sorry she says because because you niggas are so fucking weak y'all got the audacity to be intimidated by the bad motherfucking queen and get your motherfucking feelings hurt she shouted into a microphone but it's old motherfucking k because barack needed a michelle bitch and bill needed a motherfucking hillary bitch you better pray to god you don't get stuck with that with a motherfucking melania you niggas are you niggas want brainless bitches to stroke your motherfucking egos well fuck you niggas that's not a shot at i mean while that is an indirect sniper shot at melania she's talking about black dudes that that want white women basically right there right essentially uh or just that oh no 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 because uh hillary's not white yeah so she's basically talking about dudes that want like these trophy women right a woman like the quote-unquote the the dumb blondes or quote-unquote what people call them and she later issued an apology on twitter saying i wasn't dragging she wrote she seems nice but a smart man knows he needs a certain kind of woman when running for president slash attempting greatness so 
she definitely was taking shots at melania there yeah yeah she was basically saying she's uh a nobody a nothing a a trophy wife that's just there to be pretty and and shut the fuck up yeah Yeah, but some women that's that thing not knocking that but you know it's one of those things where you know people do look at you when your husband is running for one of the highest offices in the land yeah i definitely understand the point she was making but uh it definitely was a shot at melania you can't say you Mm -hmm. didn't drag her uh uh a wisconsin clerk limits voting near campus because students lean more towards democrats mm-hmm. a wisconsin city clerk has been complaining for months that she doesn't have the money or staff to offer early voting but a newly released email suggests she tries she's trying to rig the election against the democratic party chris tisk or tesk the city clerk in green bay uh argued that her office lacks the resource to set up an additional polling location near the university of wisconsin green bay but an email released as part of an open records request found her cooking up a convoluted legal claim to prevent students from voting mm. interesting yeah they do that shit here in carolina where they try i don't know if it passed but you know when we voted we actually voted on campus but now they say you can't vote on campus on certain college uh they trying to and i don't and you know and it might have got shot down because that was mixed up in that bill and also they're trying to say if you were not uh from uh that particular county or something like that you, you had to go home and vote like dog people are college students from all over the uh yeah you're just trying to forbid to vote when is this ever a problem the clerk sitting on 26 to david berger an attorney at the wisconsin ethics committee to find a way to legally wriggle out of the request to open up a uh, polling station why on the she, campus why would she do that with her dot edu uh, mm. email i don't think she worked at the university she's okay. she's an actual um city clerk what the fuck? but an open records request uh you know revealed her emails I don't like the idea at all for many reasons. Staffing, ballot security, budget, etc. She complained on the email, which was provided to the nation as part of an open records request. Uh, I was reading the statutes and read, no site may be designated that affords an advantage to any political party. UWGB is a polling location for students and residents on election day. What I feel by asking for this to be the site of early voting is encouraging students to vote more than benefiting the city as a whole that's when she thought she had found a legal loophole to stop students from casting ballots i've heard it said that students lean more towards democrats and he is a democrat i have spoken with our chief of staff and others at city hall and they agree that budget wise this isn't going to happen she explicitly asked the attorney for the bipartisan state commission whether she could deny students additional hours to vote because they were more likely to cast ballots for democratic candidates i would like to know your thoughts on this she wrote do i have an argument about it being more of a benefit to the democrats she dragging other people underneath the bus like so all of a sudden other people's name is being bought in this shit where my name come from yeah um so yep that's so now everybody gonna get investigated i guess so wish they should fuck them yeah so just put the polling polling place there and keep it pushing who gives a fuck that's the way republicans really feel they can win is to rig voting you know and not just voter intimidation via showing up at the polls and donald trump gear but there's also just this idea of like we are going to stop people from voting by voter id laws shutting down early voting uh shutting limiting down the early valley hmm? limiting hours like exactly that's what i was going to say um so 
you know they're they're trying to find a way around it every every way they can right because it which says so much about our country and so much about the platform of the of the right the only way they feel they can win is by having less people involved in the democracy like how sad is that you know that your platform is not the the one that is popular or just or right so you seek to rig it like you're not like it's it's just amazing to to see that you know it's you know um and 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 to a certain extent man i really hate that bernie sanders went that route in his last death throes of his uh campaign because um all the accusations of rigging and shit are the same thing these trump people are saying now you know um meanwhile bernie lost the popular vote he lost all the votes like it wasn't a he would have won but he just got his ass kicked okay it was a better campaign and it reached out to more different types of people you know it didn't just assume you're gonna be angry at this woman and vote for me because of that like her campaign was like no black people have let's talk about those uh the gay people have issues let's talk about those latinos have issues let's talk about those only even if it's cynically just to get the votes well that's what politicians do right they pander that's what they do why all of a sudden people have this huge problem with pandering right and and you're not gonna win as the anti-candidate who goes well i don't get anybody like well you can win a republican candidacy like that you can't win the democratic candidacy like that because people's quote-unquote pet issues are actually their number one issues like they affect their lives this isn't like right. this ain't no theory no yeah like when there's a lot of white people's uh who i just care about the economy but they 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 don't have the money to really have uh one way or the other like they don't have millions of dollars to worry about the taxes going up on millionaires but they care about that shit you know like their pet issues don't actually the theory you know whereas a pet issue quote unquote for a black person like i don't know now getting killed by the cops it's not a theory for a latino person or you know a person that's uh an immigrant or a muslim person or like like these are these are life and death issues so you can't treat the democratic like voter base the way you would treat the republican voter base you actually do need to go what is your issue and how can i be knowledgeable on it and address it Mm -hmm. and i think bernie didn't really do a good job of that um sadly and uh hillary clinton did a better job but by the end she's just getting accused of rigging the election and the media's all in her pocket and all this shit and and it's ridiculous you know they fired donna brazil from cnn today um because uh in these email leaks they found that she had floated two questions to hillary clinton's um campaign before these debates right um meanwhile um you have um they have a guy who's on who was on trump's staff working at cnn and has gone to trump he's been going to trump events since he's getting cashing the cnn check you know but yet the overall feeling will always be well the media is biased for hillary clinton you know it's it's just a weird it's just a weird i'm just so glad i early voted so i don't have to worry about this shit oh yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm done yeah. yeah you guys can have I it i just want, want, want it to want it to uh be uh over and done with them i'm tired i'm exhausted and come on two more weeks mm-hmm. uh all right you know what makes women tired and exhausted what's that birth control Mm-hmm. come on now well that's a topic all in itself yeah don't get me started well you know what men finally got some birth control 
okay no they're not gonna use it's an injected male contraceptive it's very effective is which is fantastic news in a trial of 320 men researchers found that over the one-year period it was 96 percent effective in preventing pregnancy wonderful a spokesperson for the world health organization said the study found it possible to have a hormonal contraceptive for men that reduces the risk of unplanned pregnancies in partners of men who use it but the trial of the drug has already been halted because just 20 of the 320 men 20 men found the side effects of the injection intolerable and it was decided that the more research was needed to be done to try and counteract them those side effects included depression muscle pain mood swings acne and changes to the libido get the fuck out of here that's something women gotta do oh so oh women have to deal with all this year you're not talking about blood clots (laughs) you're not talking about uh irregular periods you're not talking about it's weight gain on here it's weight you know it's weight gain on here i just i read them off i read off the that, ones that it was that, man. that, that, that that's it you know yeah six six point two five percent of the men in this study had side effects of depression muscle pain mood swings acne and changes to the libido get out of here now if any of that sounds familiar it's because those are the minor side effects of the combined pill uh, used by 48% of women aged 16 to 19, 64% of women ages 20 to 24, and the majority, uh, 55% of those ages 25 to 29. So these guys couldn't handle those side effects. Uh, so, right, so we got to go back to the drawing board where not even 6.25% of the men tested. What do you uh, want? 100% which you're never going to get? What's happening here? I don't know. I mean, you don't want to have acne. I mean, that's pretty bad. They're dealing with your hormones, dog. They're fucking with your hormones. You're going to have some form of an imbalance. Only 20 of the men surveyed said they couldn't handle the side effects. More than 75% said they would happily use the contraceptive because 20 men weren't happy the entire trial got halted. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the most dangerous risks to women of taking the combined pill is the increased risk of deep vein thrombosis, DVT, which can be fatal. Uh, it affects two in ten thousand women. Young women's lives have been cut short because they were taking the pill. Right. The advice from the regulatory agency: the benefits outweigh the risk. There is also an increased risk of breast cancer. One in eight women get breast cancer. It is impossible for it is it, it is responsible for thirty one deaths in Britain every day. Then there's the higher chance of getting cervical cancer or having a stroke. Not to mention mood swings, cramps, sore breasts, headaches, migraines, weight oh. gain, heavy and painful periods, no periods at all, bleeding every single night. Uh, every single day known as spotting uh yeah well apparently but y'all only had a maximum y'all didn't have 10 side effects listen karen so the bad obviously this is bad we gotta go back to the drawing board okay because it's not 100 90 something six percent 94 percent were were fine okay but six percent weren't and in 178 years you will be making as much money as that six percent so it's it's kind of good news if you think about it you know trending up so what i like to say you know i like to look at the positive things mm-hmm. yep Mm-mm. so i guess that's scary that's the halloween scare for the man uh ooh. Ooh, acne I, I might have mood swings ooh. Mm-hmm. uh twitter tried to uh 
apparently um think about selling itself like the whore it is prostituting itself out fast ass little old fast ass internet uh platform mm-hmm yeah you just gonna just just hold yourself out huh twitter anyway they was gonna sell themselves um and they were there were companies looking at them such as salesforce verizon microsoft google and parent company alphabet and disney were interested in buying it the microblogging okay. site stock surged and investors were happy at the prospect of a, the long-suffering company soon may be able to make money instead of losing it but those hopes dissipated as quickly as they manifested now that three main prospective buyers google disney and salesforce withdrew their tentative bids alphabet was the first to bow out earlier this month but didn't specify its reasons the move caused a steep nine percent stock drop salesforce and disney followed suit this week and those two reportedly made the move in response to twitter's harassment problem come on come on we've been said that we people have said that was an issue and this is what happens when you have a board of predominantly white men or white men working who never have to deal with the harassment who don't understand harassment and 40 to 50 percent of the people that use your platform are minorities lgbtq they're outside of this white spectrum and they have told you that this is a problem um but nobody cares and you've had very 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 high profile people quit your platform nobody cared until it was um what you call his daughter went on twitter and got harassed off after he died robin williams right right okay then you cared you know uh leslie jones you know they harassed her and you know and they actually wasn't gonna do nothing initially but it took other people getting mad for them to step in it's like you're slow to respond like the harassment is real and it's one of those things where it's really really easy for people who do not get harassed on social media platforms forms to say ignore it it's real easy for people that don't get harassed to be like well it ain't a big thing it's real easy for people to say it when you aren't the one being bombarded with hundreds and thousands of replies constantly all day long all night long and for most people their social media experiences for most people you don't have a lot of followers and I'm, I'm not knocking you but the average person does not have a lot of followers they don't really do a lot of interaction on social media across the board you you kind of filter who you interact with uh you know most people stay on facebook but even with that you it's, it's more controlled but when you get on twitter it's a whole nother animal and it's one of the things where a lot of people are to the point where they do not understand what happens once you cross a certain threshold of followers it's, it's a whole new world people go and block them it's easy to block people when you have a hundred followers it's easy to block people you know when, when when your number count is that high you don't tweet that often it's real easy to tell people just ignore it when the harassment is not happening to you yeah and i mean honestly twitter knows that right and they don't so it's care. not so whether the average fan or twitter person knows because they don't, don't they'll never get that kind of attention twitter should know right that's their job to know and it costs you you money. know i'm getting harassed now because a meme of the picture of my tweet is on facebook and people are running to twitter to harass me because that is how accessible and easily to harass people is on twitter you don't like a thought you go find that person to harass them now and to some extent that's one of the reasons people love twitter uh, and it's funny because black and white everybody 
i think people don't want to let go of that power which and one of the reasons they are attracted to this platform is when you disagree with someone you can go find them and like cuss them out yourself you know um and and it, whether right. right and whether it's for quote unquote good or bad um the idea of ganging up on somebody and dragging them is an attractive idea people just don't like it when people they don't agree with do it so right. you know when it's trolls quote-unquote dragging uh some black woman for daring to say you know something oh this is racist or whatever we don't like that because we don't agree with that we're like how the fuck can you do this to this woman she didn't say anything wrong but then there's the the other way when you know ancient woman releases a video and people go i'm gonna drag her ass there's a bunch of people going oh oh well you guys are being mean and bully culture and all this shit i don't think it's equivalent i don't think it's um the same but as far as twitter's concerned all that shit's the same right because they actually look at interactions they all these interactions are quote unquote good well it's a reason that their platform is the one that has this problem and not other people's right they look at those things the same because they measure interaction and they measure listen uh users that's the only measurements they care about it's not they don't measure the quality of interaction right but anyone who's going to buy something this major of a purchase they're going to examine the quality of the interaction um they're going to clean it up like if anybody purchases it they're actually going to clean up and change the whole way it functions possibly we don't know that they will but i'm just saying they may not just they may just not buy it it's not even about cleaning up they may just look at it and go why the fuck do i want this right i don't want these problems yeah um so you know and the the thing is black people and women and all the canaries in the coal mine the people who make the decisions at twitter and a lot of these you know startup internet shit a lot of these apps are white men come on white men have a completely different experience online than other people it's very uh it's one of the reasons i like and i honestly don't even bother going into it but it's one of the reasons that when i hear white people say stuff like it's a shame that we can't just disagree and get along and shit and it's like yeah you can say that because you have a certain amount of privilege to where it's still theory to you so you can have a racist white friend and it honestly will never really come up in your life unless you like have a child of mixed race or you marry someone of a different race like you can pretty much live a life where that person is basically slightly inconvenient to you that's about it like they're not they're not against you personally whereas for me i don't get to say all that shit is just a difference of opinion because it's like no you're affecting my life you know the things you're saying are you know these are things that relate to to me and my family and all these people so um and i try to treat a lot of stuff that way but obviously i have privileges in certain areas where i can be like okay this guy makes jokes about this thing and that doesn't bother me but yeah i can see someone else being like well that's my life and i don't like them jokes you know um so it's kind of interesting to see um their them because they they've spoken about harassment before where they kind of frame it as a freedom of speech issue mm-hmm. like we want everybody to have freedom of speech on that platform but freedom of speech for most white dudes is more about insulting people and being being able to be racist being able to be problematic towards other people as whereas freedom of speech for a lot of other people who have been marginalized is saying this is my experience with these issues and this and and this is why this is wrong you see what i'm saying so like they feel like that that is equal like uh feminist jones going off about 
patriarchy is as equal to them as um anthony cumia anthony cumia saying black people are thugs and animals to them that shit's the same or at least they've treated it the same thus far they've tried to clean up a little bit within the last year but it sounds like it's too little too late because that is the uh baseline for your platform and you're not having people able to to shift the paradigm in just a year so that you can sell this company and you know get lucrative offers you're getting big companies that look at it and then go this looks like fool's gold like i don't want the headache of cleaning up the shit you couldn't do you know and i I don't know if they're going to be able to clean it up or not i would like to see them be able to do it but all the ideas out there you know they've tried some things quality filters uh but to be honest the main thing they need to do is kick people off it's the one thing they won't even consider really but it's the main thing they need to do is just be like that shit because the reason your facebook experience is different is because there's an investment you probably know the people on facebook to some extent or they know you or they sought you out for you know a follow on twitter is just not the currency that it is on other social medias so uh and even something me you talked about and like you said they never go for it or do something where you charge or either you actually collect people's data where you can be like okay you know Mm mm-hmm yeah that's it says um what happened is what happens is uh a lot of bidders are looking at people with lots of followers and seeing the hatred kramer said on cnbc Mm -hmm. squawk on the street i know that the haters reduce the value of the company uh i know that the sales force was very concerned about this notion twitter's been struggling to turn its image around and it's plagued by criticism of rampant online abuse and an inability to increase user engagement despite rolling out new features including live streaming events a sale was thought to be among journalists and industry insiders to be the panacea that would make the company profitable but buying twitter means taking on all the problems and it hasn't been able to eliminate stagnant user growth engagement uh, abusive users and failed initiatives even the company's recent improvements to abuse reporting tools and streaming deals with the nfl and media organizations weren't enough to convince these investors that a takeover would be worthwhile recent events may finally force the company to make seismic changes to make itself more palatable to investors twitter's hateful culture has become a highlight of the 2016 presidential election thanks to donald trump's campaign and supporters a study found that twitter accounts belonging to white nationalists who overwhelmingly favored donald trump as their presidential candidate outnumber those associated with the islamic state uh additionally a recent anti-defamination defamination league report found that anti-semitic tweets have spiked this year and that 83 percent of those target of those threats target just 10 individual journalists god damn mm-hmm. the rise in anti-semitism caused new york times editor john waisman to ditch twitter after he received hateful messages from users linked to the alt-right a fringe extremist group that adopts white supremacists and neo-nazi values actress and comedian leslie jones also suffered from a variety of racist and sexist tweet linked to the alt-right and trump supporters which caused twitter ceo jack dorsey to step in dorsey who says he never checks on twitter stock is backed into an even tighter corner following this week's botched acquisition bids mm-hmm. investors and employees are calling his leadership into question in a bloomberg report dorsey's leadership style was described as more philosophical than practical pragmatic um 
dorsey hasn't seemed interested in being the sole authority on twitter's future according to insiders while he was away from twitter he built a credit card reader company square inc and learned the importance of trusting others with strategic decisions his leadership style in the past year twitter has been socratic not perceptive the these people said uh he'll he'll ask open-ended questions to spark debate like are we preventing people from expressing themselves fully with our 140 character tweet limit what would a different solution look like the discussions eventually lead to solutions like twitter's move last month that exclude photos and attachments from a tweet's character total but the process takes time and that passive contemplative style uh create created a void in management uh, the report concludes by suggesting that Disney would be Twitter's best hope for revival as a company shifts to incorporate different forms of media. But with Disney and other bidders in the wind, Twitter is going to have to do an about face, uh, starting with rectifying its reputation as the host of the widespread online abuse if it wants to save itself. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, like, they're I- trying to be Reddit, but with 140 character limits. And it's just not, even Reddit had to be like, let's shut down some of this shit on these forums. Right. Even they had to be like, oh, somebody's got to go. Yeah. If you want your shit grow, you just can't, it's not tenable to do what he's doing, what they're doing. Right. And it's one of those things where no matter what people say, negativity does not grow. You, you, there's no growth there when things are, are, are negative like that. And, it's one of those things where if you can't tell the difference between quote-unquote negative interaction and positive interaction you consider them all the same this is kind of the end results mm-hmm. um an oregon church doesn't want excessive weight on its worship team church in oregon is drawing criticism on social media when a facebook page called attention to its guidelines that forbade people with excessive weight from joining the worship team the new creation church in hillsborough oregon initially posted the worship team guidelines on this website but it was later removed however a copy was made available elsewhere the guideline emphasized that appearance is an important aspect in leading the congregation in worship the church listed its requirements regarding dress codes grooming hygiene attendance att- attitude and holiness under grooming and hygiene it required members should have no excessive weight to participate in the worship team oh this sounds like this team gonna suck I ain't had no fat black women on it. Who want to worship with these motherfuckers? Uh-huh. Mm-mm. I need this shit to look like a Popeye's commercial for me to even consider going. No excessive weight. Weight is something that many people have to deal with. Make sure that you are taking care of your temple, exercising and eating properly, the guideline stated. The church also forbade excessive piercings, visible tattoos, sloppy hairdos, and tight skirts. The guidelines also recommended the use of deodorant, but forbade the use of excessive perfumes under its requirement for dress code to stated we want the worship team to look the best they can remember that the way we look is of utmost importance we are the first thing the congregation sees the document has started to receive ne- negative comments on social media when it was posted on facebook page called stuff christian culture likes on september 30th nothing but old spice and weight watchers can wash away your sins the one commenter wrote oh new creation church pastor rebecca's son home and said in an interview with the oregon Live, with oregon live that the guidelines have been on the website for a long time what's funny is this has nothing to do with anybody else but our church if anybody looked at our worship team they would see they aren't all skinny she added then take that shit off anyway she stated that the guidelines have been written by the worship leader years back and added that it is not even being enforced anymore she insisted that the church has its standards and said that critics have taken the guideline out of context yeah okay that's uh still pretty fucked up it was ever on now 
um but well, you know whatever dog hey do what you want to at your church people can pick to choose if they want to go there or not mm-hmm. you know That's true. and if they want to be on the praise and worship team or not yeah church in america is like mcdonald's you know you don't like that one go up the street there's one on every corner dog All right uh also that that church sounds so uptight i would not want to go jesus take the wheel mm-hmm okay that's all right karen jesus gonna take this wheel where's we going christina Mil- milian was blasted by bible thumpers all right guys we had uh technical difficulties as it seems the oh a new java update <laughs> well maybe that would explain what happened all i know is we had technical difficulties as uh our computer was attacked by a ghost when we talked about a scary nun costume and it doesn't get any more halloween than that right guys my vaginas and women's i said it was a ghost of donald trump yeah uh well apparently and now i will try to share the screen with you guys and see if this uh breaks the breaks the computer again (laughs) i know right only one way to be sure guys and you know we ain't become podcasters because we know punks okay but i'm gonna try to show y'all christina lamillion's banging ass cakes okay because i know that's what y'all that, want to see that's what i wanted to see and the computer was like no cakes for you right i know that's what our our fans are into you know but um mm-hmm. i like all types of cakes yeah so y'all let me know if and when this pops up on the screen because i can't even tell right now it'll i hate the screen share but it's probably gonna take five to twenty minutes to show up oh yes okay so y'all do see it yes mm-hmm. well apparently that now, leather is flames now see this is the outfit i was talking about at first that she had on with the see-through where you can kind of see the x's over the nipples and everything like like that one's okay but i like this other one right and that it's the one? upside down crucifix she's sucking on the lollipop mm-hmm. Good. yeah with them yams out yeah i like yeah that. you know looking good uh of course she got blasted for doing this you know because you are technically talking shit about no not talking shit about but you're blaspheming somebody's religion you know um because that uh now it's you know the sexy maid thing is not original or new i mean even the sexy people been nun, doing that since like, yeah the sexy i mean sexy nun sorry people been doing that i mean madonna did like a virgin you know years, like right but uh apparently you know they were basically saying that some religious people took offense to it uh, followed her and shit like that it didn't seem like a ton of people because i mean you know what you're getting into when uh you follow christina million man you know she's gonna be you know slanging them out cakes and mouth you know so i don't know why you would get too upset but at any rate she was uh she you know and and it, it started an interesting conversation on my facebook because a couple of people was like well it's it's because christianity is the one religion you can make fun of and nobody cares about that and um that's not true yeah, that's definitely not true yeah like that's christian privilege that's like when white people say we're the one race you can make fun of it's like well you're also in, in this country anyway you know the race that's in charge of shit and christianity is definitely in charge of this country it's from the one nation under god the christian god to the god on the money to um the fact that we've never had a president that was like muslim or hindu or anything it's it's like catholic or protestant like that's a big deal you know um uh like it's like uh 
to to then turn around and pretend uh, like the christian persecution complex i'm sure comes all the way straight from jesus because uh, that's yeah. the foundation of the religion but yeah, we about getting around the time of the year where uh they start talking about uh people saying happy holidays yeah the war on christmas because you want to be inclusive like if we're being honest a lot of, in this country most people are familiar with christianity as one of the more oppressive forces that they've dealt with there's a lot of people have had positive experiences and they continue to have positive experiences mm-hmm. a lot of christian people that do positive things give back to the community that whatever but if we're talking about the face of oppression in this country that is also in nature from christianity for the most oh, part a lot of oppression yeah and we can't just frame wars. it yeah we can't just frame it in an exact box so that you can feel persecuted because if we're being honest when uh half of this i mean half of the country is voting for a guy who's a bigot towards muslims like openly there's no no joke about it it's no oh let's yeah you know and even with the charlie hebdo shit it started because they were joking on muslims like south park does it like it's i feel like when you are something you feel like i we have to be the most persecuted we are the ones who are really dealing with the problems but that's not true with christianity you know i just think there's no exception necessarily made for it um and in a country that satirizes and mocks just about everything christianity's no exception but i don't feel like christianity is targeted while everybody else isn't you know mm-hmm. uh even and even if you're just thinking about liberal people bill maher is one of the most liberal anti-religious people but the shit he says about islam compared to what he says about christianity is no comparison oh no 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 you know yeah yeah yeah, like i said you turn on i just walked out the way we joke about mormons and shit and uh scientology we don't joke that same way about christianity you know like if you call christianity a cult that's like a really radical thing to say and how dare you because more people believe in it but the tenets of it to people you know that aren't believers like myself the tenets of it are just as silly as the other shit like it could just as well be aliens as um a motherfucker that can live for a thousand years like they all sound crazy to me so right that's that that, that's something that you have to tell people about when it comes to religion it's like the the reality of it it all sounds insane (laughs) yeah like i'm not trying to make it um i'm not trying to say you can't be offended obviously mm-hmm. you can be offended right. you can be offended to anything muslims get offended if you draw a picture of, of muhammad on uh on, on your cartoon or whatever so it's obviously um you know possible to get offended i don't think that's you know but as someone having to like put a hierarchy on it or respect that offense or whatever i don't have to do that mm-hmm. you know you you have the right to be offended i have the right to be like this is all silly goose um and ultimately will have no effect on anything her wearing upside down crosses over her nipples won't change a thing in the world and no sir neither will uh you know um as far as for christian anyway and neither will uh a porn star who wears a hijab this is not going to change the world but mm-hmm. uh at the same time um yeah sure you can be offended but it doesn't make you the most persecuted people or what any of that shit you know um but yeah it just was interesting the discussion that sparked because it was a good discussion man and uh everybody was respectful and shit like it was just one of those times where i was proud of the people on my page so often that shit just you see it on other people's pages where it devolves into just name calling and 
meanness you know yeah and foolishness and, yeah you know that's why I, I filter out a lot of stupidity and shit when i see it right and uh, you know and I, I think maybe the person oh they didn't confirm but maybe they were just talking about the title because mm-hmm. the title of a bossip article was like you know christians bible thumpers get mad and i was like yo you can't use bossip as a barometer because i just googled one just search like muslim and bossip and what the first headline i found was just some like blasphemous shit like to you know hold the bacon muslim so-and-so's i was like yeah yeah i was like yeah they're not sensitive i'm sharing this article but this is not a sensitive it's bossip we cannot talk about the serious adult terms because they they're the most pure website you know uh all right speaking of uh chopping down cakes um a porn star ditches adult movies and gets married because she turned to prayer she found her husband y'all don't tell me what god won't do won't he do it a former porn star has revealed her secret to landing a wealthy older husband becoming a buddhist and praying nong not 31 became an x-rated adult film star after featuring in dozens of films including tokyo hunter and asian heart oh, i may have seen her she was even prosecuted <laughs> over the saucy roles at the police identify her face in a hall of black market videos in primarily buddhist thailand where pornography is illegal but nong who also used Nat Chinapa, quit the adult industry, became a devout Buddhist, and married American millionaire architect, 70-year-old Harold Bennings Neslin Jr. in 2012. Oh, that's just love, guys. You know, do y'all not believe in love? I saw, you know, a lot of people uh, kind of naysaying this and doubting the sincerity of their nuptials. But, I mean, maybe they love each other. I mean, here's a picture of them together. You know, this 70 year old man and this, uh, smoke show over here to his, to his right. How old is she? Um, let me see. Uh, did he even say how? 31 and he's 70. So it's probably love. Yeah, unless he's taking Viagra. Well, he's gonna stop kicking soon. And he's a millionaire. Uh, he's definitely taking Viagra. Come on, I mean, she's 31 and not trying funny, like, around that age is is when uh a lot of women get in their sexual prime between you know 30 to 40 mm-hmm. for a lot of women but uh, she's a buddhist a very you know she prays heavily karen so yeah that ain't got nothing to do with your sex drive i mean maybe i don't know she uh yeah she says buddhist her buddhist good deeds meditation and praying later her husband who gives her generous monthly payments yeah i know he does no also known as an allowance the busted double d cup model said i've been making merit a lot lately doing good deeds other than receiving kindness from my husband from his monthly payments he has also given me extra money too no matter how much he withdraws from the banks he splits it with me 50 50 prayers and meditation get you a good husband she said that's what that's what's wrong with y'all women out here you single because you you're not praying and meditating after after a career in porn and being a complete smoke show and that's why you guys aren't meeting these uh billionaire these millionaires that are willing to split the money they get out of the atm with you okay following controversy over a porn film she quit the adult industry the model whose full name is kajak serene chai cheller my 
was given six months suspended sentence and fined in 2003 at the cost identify her from hardcore porn vhs tapes thailand buddhist majority culture is generally conservative about sexuality in contrast to the notorious reputation the country has gained for prostitution live sex shows of red light districts yeah it's weird because that's the reputation i've heard but it sounds like they're like we don't do that shit uh the following controversy over her uh, following controversy over her porn films she quit the adult industry and devoted her life to buddhism despite big money and adult film offers oh here she's helping her 70 year old husband put on some shoes put on some socks yeah he need to help he's 70 <laughs> yeah what the fuck <laughs> your fingers don't move our side off riders birth side is all these itises start touching your body well she became a buddhist and married harold jennings neslin jr but she still keeps fans entertained with saucy pictures of her naked in the bath kissing girls and undressing at home as well as just like buddha would want it as well as shots from her domestic life uh such as putting on her elderly husband's socks or having lunch and one picture of having dinner with harold she wrote i pay for this dinner you don't need to pay now honey just pay me back at the end of the month uh <laughs> so there you go man um you ladies uh looking for a man get on your knees and start praying well first get on your knees and do years of pornography but after that you need to start praying okay maybe steve harvey had a point i don't he know he may have i want somebody to be around and put my socks on when i'm 72 mm-hmm that's right get me a hot little 31 year old thing you know what i'm saying give you a heart attack yeah baby mm, split all the money i take out of the atm with you you know not the money i bring in Mm-mm. the money i take out you know I always give you half of this 200 dollars i just took out um all right it's time to get into our games We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we assign point scores after reading articles from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. How much we feel fucked with as black people? Today's contestants, everybody. Mm-hmm. Up first, apparently Amy Schumer got to go. Um, it seems that she made a video uh trying to replicate beyonce's formation okay i haven't not seen this you know but uh, i would say formation is first and foremost a uh tribute to black womanhood do would you say that okay i I think that's a pretty uh no it's a very pro-black experience i mean we sat down and watched it 100 times on on, a saturday afternoon when it came out and i think we all had the same you know Mm -hmm. idea which was man finally i need to get information yeah it was like (laughs) you know finally amy schumer has a song that speaks to her and um how she feels about things that's how i was thinking about it what were you thinking about it? Oh. no you got the video oh do you want to see the video okay yeah, hold on i haven't on. seen it like i haven't seen it at all okay all right if you don't mind 
no i don't mind no okay. i mean i'll i watch it again this is like how you know i love my craft okay and i love you and, and i guess subject and, myself to this shit one more time thank you and that matters because you know we're talking about something i hadn't seen okay all right um this is a tribute and not a parody okay you should know that so going in tribute and not poking fun i'm not making jokes is okay. it showing on the screen yet no not yet all right all right cool cool let me know when it pops up but um yeah they're not this isn't a joke amy schumer's being 100 percent deadly serious okay okay it's dead you blow it up please all right i'm trying i'm trying give me a second let's see if i can make it bigger you know this computer acting stupid it's just ah. all time just hoping it don't fuck up um all right it should be getting bigger in a second it is okay and then we'll be able to play it oh shit what happened it got smaller again hold on hold on no problem i think that was on me i think i double clicked and it made it smaller um big again okay cool all right you Bitch, ready? i'm back <laughs> i'm popular the man <laughs> Yeah, I hate us corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi. Oh, it kind of froze. Hold on, let me go back. Oh, I don't know if it's freezing on y'all side, too. Um, let me hide this. All right, play. Yeah, I hate us corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama. I don't know if it's moving on your side or not. It just froze for me, but I'll play it. Again. I'll keep playing it. Okay. Okay, it's getting okay. Mama Louisiana, you mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I'm a baby hand with baby hand Afro. Like my Negro. That was Wanda Sykes with cornrows for some reason. Okay.
get your song played on the radio station. I might get your song played on the radio station. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always say gracious, best revenge is your paper. Is she with Goldie Hawn? Yep. The video is called Donna Amy Schumer Get Information. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I don't see the purpose. Mm-hmm. And everybody was off beat. Nobody was in formation. I'm so confused right now. Yep. Um. So, of course, as you would probably expect, there were a lot of black women that were like, this is whack. Right. It, and it wasn't funny like right. cause you said it wasn't a prodigy like um uh, a parody. Parody. yeah so y'all wasn't really making fun and mm-hmm. it really wasn't funny i didn't actually see a purpose for it like it literally served no purpose other than you you're playing beyonce while y'all moving around yeah she um of course released a statement after that a picture of herself with topless laying on her stomach with a little booty shorts on and she says you know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation thanks for the exclusive release title we had so much fun making this tribute all love and women inspire each other hashtag stronger together so basically she said that uh black women saying this shit was insensitive and bad and poor taste and not good was um apparently you know uh causing all this conversation and it was because she was that bitch Mm-mm. okay it's just bad like it just wasn't good like mm-hmm. i mean hashtag stronger together karen you're being divisive by mm-hmm. saying this it just wasn't good and it wasn't funny and like you're a comedian that's your and people are coming in going where's the funny oh you're not being funny but then what's the purpose yeah uh feminista jones michelle she started a amy schumer gotta go party (laughs) oh lord which is a amazing hashtag on twitter you should all go check it out so funny um and she broke down exactly why this shit was terrible you know like she had probably like i think maybe a string of like 10 tweets that she put together that just got cut to the core of it um you know um from the fact that she like tries to adopt to adopt black women beauty standards and shit because she is kind of pushed away from the white woman beauty standards like she's a little bit bigger and white men come down on her on some like you're fat type shit so it's like oh the self-acceptance of black women is something i would like to imitate uh but she doesn't really have that security that many black women do have you know some do and some don't but many black the black women she seems to espouse that want to be like uh, that are really affirmed in their belief that hey i'm beautiful fuck what these white people think uh it seems that she glorifies that and wants to be part of it while also having no respect for the black women that actually feel like that or their opinions or our race as far as like black the black race um you know and 
it's funny because she's one of those people that is just like a beacon of feminism and her brand is feminism i've always kind of said i don't i've never thought that what she did was such a huge leap for feminism as much as it was about uh falling into a brand uh this happens all the time with essentially white feminist uh when it comes to uh the spaces like jezebel and shit like that they pick certain people that are their favorites and then they work backwards from there as to why these people are perfect in every fucking way which i think inspires a lot of black people and people that aren't white women and white men or whatever to look at those people and start picking them apart it the, the barn the, the horse left the barn with amy schumer it's a wrap but as far as um like the beginnings of this it was just critiques of like wait didn't you say some kind of froggy shit with your stand up a long time ago wait didn't you in this get kind of fucked up wait uh aren't you and it's just it just piles up a little bit and it's the defense really it's the when like when you're a black person you go i don't like that she did this then it's these women that, that kind of jump on you and they're like you're a hater you're hating me you're hating amy schumer yeah, the same people that uh rally around the girl from girls the same people yeah that are you guys are bullies you know what i mean tina fey it's right. like i can't why can't i just have a critique just like you just can have a critique you can have a critique and that's that but i have a critique all of a sudden it's a bigger issue right now i think some people kind of jump the gun because and this is just you know it's really not their fault it's just it is whenever somebody is not willing to face their issues right because they called it they were like well why'd you pick this video to parody right and it's like it's not a parody and so she instead of saying well um what i still see how y'all figure is problematic and you know that's on me she basically went it's not a parody so you guys are wrong i really just love beyonce and you guys need to understand that you know she really inspired me as opposed to saying well these are the other issues you have parody or not i understand your issues and you know i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna get better at that you know white women are just trained to believe there's nothing they can get better at when it comes to these this like there's an immunity to uh racial discrimination because i'm a woman and i'm just talking about all women we just need to get together but it's like the specific racism you have towards black women that that somehow is not an issue because you decided it wasn't um but yeah you know and 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 um this and and mm -hmm. to turn around and be like it's not a parody probably really pissed people off because you know a lot of people sit Mm -hmm. like me going oh but you but it's not a parody oh okay now what's the big old fuck you right come on um which uh is sad because um she also had put out a piece that we said like my video was never a parody and then that allowed her to deflect from the fact that your video was still fucked up um you know the sisters that were in that i saw people being like we're gonna talk about them too or some point you know what they at work Right. yeah I don't, have, I don't have no problem with the people in the video the video right. just did not make sense all those people are at work right. like that's the problem with the clock she's a powerhouse you know that's the reason i didn't want to bring this up when mike was here because that's your job i understand right. like i think people's perceptions of comedians is like they're truth tellers and they do this i understand you at work too come on you got and to pay too. end of the day there's a lot of people who you know like their thing is calling out bullshit and their living is to be on social media and to do that kind of shit but i 
i'm willing to bet that if i went to their job the vast majority of people had to put up with something they disagree with an opinion or something that they just had to go i i'm at work i gotta get this check sometimes i just had to sit back right but they don't expect other people to do it even though it's on larger scale get out of here right now we saw the video and like i said the black women in it i just looked at it like how can you because because they're at work like i can't even really come down on them because this was done on the set of a movie they're filming and so formation came out and she felt like oh let's film this video it'll be so cool all all of us as women dancing together and shit and then we'll put it out now look that shit came out before the super bowl it is now almost like eight months later why Mm -hmm. is this shit coming out like you sat on it for eight months probably good time just let it go dog like it's just not gonna curdle for you you've also had issues with black women you had issues with race you know in addition to her you know and i think i really thought people gave her an unfair rap on that joke where it's like i used to date mexican men now i prefer consensual because it was kind of like it was an offhanded remark during the joke where the joke is kind of i'm a terrible person so you know to a certain extent i'm like could be some it's like an eyebrow raise like it wasn't a oh this bitch is racist it was more like okay is it like daniel tosh is it like uh you know when dave Chappelle says you're not a hoe but you are wearing a hooker's uniform like sometimes the joke is that the comedian is a, the bad guy in the joke so but still piqued my interest you know what i mean felt like it was a little nitpicky uh but i understood the idea of like put putting an asterisk you know um then with this shit that came up with uh lena dunham she had tweeted out something about basically like look at look who the people are that street harass you basically saying it's black men that do all the street harassment mm. and that was like okay where'd that come from that's not really relevant to anything that's happening um she deleted the tweet but didn't apologize for it didn't address it but it was clearly like okay this is a belief that you harbor that mm-hmm. black men street harass uh all the people and they're the problems um there was also that time when she accused that black man of coming over to her and trying to do something to annoy her or whatever and he also had tape of the incident was like no i didn't do any of that shit um but you know so just just these little things you know like i know she's been accused of stealing jokes and stuff i actually don't really believe that um i I actually watched that whole video and was like yeah this is a stretch but whatever um but it's just certain shit where you know once you don't like somebody everything you hear about them is true if it's bad right for a lot of people and i try my best to be a lot more you know open-minded than that and like i said my critique is that it just wasn't good and that's the end of my critique (laughs) yeah even the thing with um odell beckham jr that interview was with her and lena dunham like they were the people interviewing each other basically um you know but you the plausible deniability is i didn't say that shit you know what i mean so i can understand in that situation but she's always kind of around in these issues you know um and i think this one um like like you said you saw the video and i went that was not very good definitely not worth it and really wasn't her place in my opinion you know it just felt off like this wasn't for you to do you should have just left it at that okay so she gets called out and then she goes you know you do that bitch when you cause all that conversation now this is a thing that white women do a lot especially white women that pretend to hide behind this banner of feminism and equality 
they love to play the victim when they get called out on their shit meanwhile you made a whole career on calling out men on their bullshit but when it comes to race you co- you quickly go back inside with whiteness in mass and that black people are just bullies and they're out to get you and they're just jealous and they're just hating and none of it is real no critique leveled against you could possibly be accurate there's no way you could improve because hey i don't wear a clan hood i don't just call you guys niggers i don't understand how i could have any racism within me and i don't have a dick but what the fuck that got to do with anything right so there's that so there's that experience that you just can't you can't erase you know that history um and when she told that you know you that bitch it, it is very much a you y'all are hating on me and it's and the thing is while it'll be valid sometimes when it's like just dudes hating on ghostbusters they also use that critique when it's I made a racially insensitive joke about Native Americans throughout my whole first season of Kimmy Schmidt, and you guys called me on it, and you know what? You guys are just hating. It's like, well, there's a difference between saying, hey, you're being pretty racially insensitive, and saying, uh, hey, you bitch, whore, cunt, I hope you die. Like, there's a two, those are two different types of critiques, but you just file it all away as haters on me, you know? And that's the, that, that's the, the part where you can't foster trust uh when it comes to shit like that because there's always a person that can just opt out of this conversation and that's yep. what she's doing and opting out matters opting out matters more than people know and so many black feminists have gotten to the point where they get to a certain level and they turn around and everybody has opted out except for other brown people mm-hmm. and you shit, break- other black women period yeah, like it's not even brothers all the goddamn time is what i was talking about this time a particularly feminist yeah woman feminism yeah yeah but yeah but yeah for for black women and and i don't i I think people uh underestimate and they overlook the things that black women have to deal with because when it comes to black women in my personal opinion we don't have a rallying group we don't have people that come around us. We don't have a lot of times people that comfort us. We don't have people to tell us it's okay. We don't have people to have our backs. We don't have, you know, people to go out out. You know, a lot of times we die. You, it, it's hard to get people to come to the funeral. It's hard to get people to protest. It's hard to get people to march in the street, you know, when a woman dies, you know. Uh, but when a man dies, it's the women who nobody else supports that are on the front line. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, and that's, I, that, you know, I think that's no one will argue against that, because um, you know, it's often it's like I can just opt out of this shit. You no, know? right. um, so she wrote a post on the medium, and this is actually the point where I went. Everything every, anyone has ever said about you, this shit is just confirming it. Because there's one thing to say, because the, in silence, there's a bit of deniability, right? Cause like when she, before when these controversies came up and she just didn't say shit or she would be like, well, I just meant, I didn't mean it the way you guys think or I've, I've learned this is something. But, but this is, it's this defense that she wrote that made me just be like, okay, you're, you're fucked up. So she posted a picture of her as a baby in black and white smiling and then put saying i love beyonce's lemonade is a huge understatement i believe it's one of the greatest pieces of art of our time while we were shooting our movie in hawaii this summer we were all crazy for the album and also for hillary clinton we will rush back i feel like hillary clinton somewhere like just leave my name out of this right 
we would rush back to our televisions or phones to watch a stream on cnn to see the convention and watch hillary and michelle and so many extraordinary women speak all of the women on set were bonded bonded together from this music and from the election simultaneously it was such a powerful time hillary and michelle can and so many other women that she don't know i love how in the lyrics of formation beyonce is telling us to get in formation us okay telling us of us mm-hmm. also i like to think she is telling us ladies to get in formation i did not mean to detract any now keep in mind she can say she's telling us to get information and i like to think she's telling us ladies so she can see that oh the message is not just for everybody it's for women and she just stops there though right just it's for women that's it that's it right all of us guys um i don't know if you watch formation uh i believe i've watched it uh 375 million times mm-hmm. any white women ever done? you see any white women it's just me okay okay no white women okay cool um anyway not i mean couldn't must have been a coincidence right they must not have showed up to the casting call i don't know um yeah and apparently she wouldn't listen to the lyrics either you mean uh amy schumer's negro nose that's five nostrils i mean they had texas bama shirts on in the video so i mean they must understand what bama is Do that they? negro with that they must have mixed Do the they? negro with the creole to get the texas bama for her and goldie hawn karen it's the only thing that makes sense that's why they bought the shirts um she says um uh i also like to think she's telling us ladies to get information i did not mean to detract any of the meaning from the video i am of course horrified and sickened by the events that are addressed throughout the video and didn't see this as minimizing that and still don't it was a way to celebrate bringing us all together to fight for what we all want and to do it together we all want that same things guys uh did you also notice not a single police car in the uh video that Mm-mm. she did the tribute Mm-mm. not not a not single police one, car not nothing talking about cops stop shooting nothing okay. no no stop shooting us Mm-mm. moment okay nope nope because nope. that would be divisive right lemonade brought us all together we listened to the album and danced every day always making everyone feel better no matter what we were doing going through we were so into that we learned to dance to to dance the formation it got us through the summer meredith my stunt double even got a lemonade tattoo because of how real and meaningful it was to her to us oh well she got a tattoo guys well obviously she should be able to do the parody i mean come on it's a tattoo guys i mean it's like the same as being black uh <laughs> we would use each location we shot at and do a part to, of the song to have goldie hawn dancing with wanda sykes and joan cusack and raven goodwin and all the female writers and producers and crew from all over the world doing this together felt very powerful and right it definitely felt powerful and white mighty white of you uh it was never a parody it was just us women celebrating each other the video beyonce made was so moving and i wouldn't even make fun of, i would never make fun of that there's absolutely no way to i make fun of myself a few times in the videos i do everything i'm part of i loved every second of working with those women to make this thing that lifted us up if you watched it and it made you feel anything other than good please know that was not my intention the movie we made is fun and the women in it are strong and want to help each other and that's what it was about for me of course i had beyonce and jay-z's approval oh well cool then that's cool um well obviously no one can be upset she got two people that went okay girl uh i bet you that was like if you want to well that's the other part where her being a powerhouse in the industry right 
who's gonna tell you no you know like that's the thing people don't talk about with this shit is she is somebody in this industry it's not like she's just some nobody ass Mm -hmm. person people are gonna let you do what you want yeah it's like okay we'll get a couple more clicks i guess like who gives a fuck really you know like it's not like we sat down over tea as friends and hugged it out it's you send a letter probably like can we do this and they lawyer said y'all can do this uh well we'll put it on title for 24 hours and then after that we'll put it on youtube okay cool like the fuck do we care right like if they don't like it it's not like beyonce gonna come out here and be like guys 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 mm-hmm. she knows she made a black ass song and a black ass album i'm sure she looked at that shit rolled her eyes and went yeah how much they paying um they released it on title exclusively for 24 hours you have every right to feel however you feel about the video and me but i want you to know i'm not going anywhere this this particular last paragraph was exactly when i was like everything people have ever said about you is true like you're just fucked up person okay you have every right to feel how you feel about the video and me but i want you to know i'm not going anywhere use whatever hashtag you like because the part the i guess you saw that machine we got to go party my mission is to continue to work as hard as i can to empower women and make them laugh and feel better and i won't let anything stop me hashtag stronger together hashtag all love and that's the shit where i'm like you try to make yourself the victim because you making it seem like people for no reason are hating on you and just trying to get you up out of the paint with no regard for your feelings and you're the real victim here and everybody else is a bully and everybody that detracts on it is the same as like these mra guys and the same as these gamergate guys and and your solidarity and shit is a is 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 pointless it's the same way that uh when you point out anybody's privilege they go to the why you being divisive why y'all going up this shit why can't we all just get together i'm doing this for everybody um and and, and at this point you can't argue coincidental racism at this point you can't uh argue um that it's not malicious because even if at this point she's not purposely being like i gotta take my mask off getting too tight on my nose anyway yeah, i know i'm if, struggling too even at this point if you can't if you can't even say like um you can't say you haven't been warned you can't say you haven't been educated you know it was her and lena dunham that sat down with that dude um after that that obj shit you know and i said then they sat down with a black man rather than the black women that have criticized them for years because we share some privilege mm-hmm. we share the ability to opt out of black women's causes so we're the bridge it's let's go talk to this black man because he can probably relate to the idea of me being like yeah but these black women they're just a little too tough on me right 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 you don't want to do no black woman because she's not here for your shit yeah you hit the right one did you know because you can get some black women like i said at the job they punch the clock no problem but you hit the wrong one they're gonna give you the side and be like no you wrong and here's why you don't want to hear that because black women share the experience of being a woman Um, as a man i don't so there's still some capitulation i have to give to the fact that you're a woman and i'm not you know there was a person that wrote the show uh you know and i won't say their name or anything but they were like oh sometimes you say bitch on the show and i don't like the way you say it and i was like totally understand that it's something i you know i try not to do to be honest but at the same time culturally it's kind of a word that is in our culture that uh you know i don't think has the same necessarily the connotation as bitch does when you're talking to like listen woman you bitch right you know uh 
because because we did grow up with that shit and i'm not saying it ain't toxic or it's all good i still can be used bad you know saying bitches ain't shit but hoes of tricks is still pretty fucked up even with that even with me recognizing that as part of my like upbringing and shit uh and it was a white woman you know that had an issue with this um or at least she seemed to be white so it was like on the one hand i relate you know like yeah and she was like do you listen to podcasts where they say where white people say the n-word and i was like actually i do i do too yeah like it doesn't it doesn't bother me the way that it would bother some people but i don't begrudge people that don't listen just like if you didn't want to listen to this i would understand you saying like okay you said it two or three times i don't like it i'm out that that you have every right you know yes, you do. she was like well i noticed she didn't apologize i was like i'm not going to apologize because i'm not sorry and i'm and it might happen again and it just will be a bullshit thing well i didn't ask you to apologize and i'm like oh this is more about a white person telling like trying to find a gripe like you're always griping about white people why here's my gripe about you you know it's like yeah you want to be like considered on equal footing i i don't begrudge you that like you you are you can have just as many problems with me as i have with the world and that's cool i don't like i'm not pretending to be some perfect person or whatever everybody and everybody has their lines on different levels and against different things and on different topics and you know we've always said that we are not for everybody and we really mean this thing because i'm not gonna do an amy schumer and be like Mm. i will be here fighting for us together to get to the i'm not a fucking martyr i make jokes on a comedy podcast that's what i do some of them land some of them don't some of the positions i take are gonna things you agree with some of it you want i what i won't do is apologize and not mean it and I'm, and I also won't tell you that you're wrong for disagreeing or whatever for yeah, something like that. Like, okay, yeah, like, and like I said, it's something I work on, but I'm not perfect yet. I will, if you keep listening, there'll be another time where I say something, you'll be like, wow, he, he, he didn't understand that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and you know what? Talking about it, I actually said more than you said. Truth well, that's, told. that's probably different because you're a woman or whatever. I don't know. There's some allowance that she's probably giving you um or whatever um but 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 no 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 actually no that goes to my point she wouldn't reach out to you anyway because you're a black woman you understand being a woman and being black i'm still a bridge to a lot of white women they see me as the kind of gateway like well you can understand my trepidation about dealing with black women right because we have privilege and we fuck up and who wants to hear that shit all the time so i don't like dealing with them any more than you do and there's some black men that are more than fucking happy to be that bridge you know not i'm not accusing them anything Mm -hmm. but just kind of like it's a commonality that we share Mm -hmm. and so i don't think it's a coincidence that amy schumer sat down with a black dude though she's been criticized by women for years i don't and i and i think x the dude who sat down with her i think he even talked about it so i don't even think this is not no talking shit behind his back or anything mm-hmm. he's been pretty open and honest about it mm-hmm. um and it does say something that her and lena dunham felt comfortable with that but they won't sit down with black women mm-hmm. you know and this is the ultimate example of that shit because they're gonna they're gonna do the same thing that like hotep ass niggas do where they're like these black feminists am i right right ruining my comedy and shit yeah they're the problem yeah it's the ultimate example that this is not for you you know what i mean and i don't know what more needs to be said about privilege the fact that you can't see yourself out of anything you can't see a beyonce formation video and go i love this but it ain't for me 
I can still enjoy it, but it ain't for me. I can still rock. I can still sing. I can still get my life to it. I can, cause there's a lot of shit that black people enjoy that ain't got jack shit to do with them that they have to consume in whiteness all the time. Yeah, how many black people love Mad Men, but it's it's not really for us. What was they it? had us? They did not have us in mind when they made that. And uh, what was it? Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's not for us. It's just not consider. We're not considered as an audience when they make this thing. It's a reality for us, and it's very telling that she saw something that was so black woman centric that she still saw it for her specific. Like this is a message for all women no it's not you know what i mean you're welcome to buy a ticket go to the concert and all that shit but it's a reason you ain't want to be up there talking about your negro nose dog it's a reason you know it's a reason that the camera was far away when it was you mix that negro with that creole because you ain't none of that just let it go it's not for you you know and i'm sorry i don't care that you have black women in or whatever it does it it matters nothing to me because if a black person on your payroll i don't count that shit as friendship mm-hmm. if i'm beholden to you if it if at the end of the day i can't come up to you if, if, even if i thought it was a bad idea it's gonna make it awkward on the set mm-hmm. if i go actually amy i don't want to be in your formation video like i love listening to this song with y'all i love being on the set with y'all and shit but i'm still at work and i don't want to do this shit and all of a sudden it's like well maybe one sites doesn't get invited for the next project because that ain't really you know no matter how you feel about it at the end of the day it's not really friendship if it's some missy ann bullshit where i can just opt out at some point and be like well wanda's not on the next project i ain't writing no parts for her don't cast her no more you know low-key i see you at the party girl but hey that's your that's you're at work at work you know like i said i don't expect people that work for her to talk shit about her i wouldn't if i worked there i'd be just like hey man that's amy and i wouldn't say shit i just let her get fried and i wouldn't defend it and i wouldn't say shit but it's been a week or whatever right it's been a few days we're winding sykes on this right you 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 throwing me up in this shit right you you came out there we're beyonce on this she approved it right where she at because even they looking at you get fried like yeah dummy you was gonna get fried yeah and i bet you they already knew it they was like cool yeah they ain't stupid they were like man you're gonna get fried for this stupid shit man nobody thinks it's a good idea so you know i don't know man this shit was just oh that shit was terrible dog um a hundred a hundred and i really hate to do that man because like i said she's one of those people where i've just kind of been like maybe she'll try to pull up coat and she'll come around because she doesn't seem like uh the 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 kind of like malicious ass you know the fuck these black bitches i'm about to say some some real shit like she don't seem to be doing it that way but there's only so long that you can ignore people and continue to do the same thing before it's like oh no you mean it yeah you mean it you just as bad like it's no like there's no covering for this shit um there was another article man i don't know if i have this one i meant to have it but um it was maybe i could find it real quick mm-hmm. uh but it's w kama bell uh has a um has a show um mm-hmm. and um he had like a writer for her show or something like that 
um on his show and okay. they have a panel and they talked about different stuff in the show apparently oh here it is the establishment.com uh dot co i guess wrote this uh nikki glodeman man i hope i didn't fuck your name up sorry for that w kamal bell likes to talk about the power of awkward conversation in the show come out right now uh he even devotes an entire segment to real talk that gets uncomfortable but last night during the one-year anniversary of the show for kalw in the city arts uh and lecture in san francisco things were mostly not all that awkward after some initial talk about the horrifying conditions for the protesting uh for those protesting the dakota access pipeline he uh brought out a panel of three illustrious women anna sale creator and host of death sex and money uh podcast jesse klein executive producer and head writer for the amy schumer show and alicia garza co-founder of black lives matter the ensuing conversation was lively and engaging but not particularly squirm inducing there was some chatter about the trumpkins banner about the current crop equality kind of after the show wrapped and the on-air button shut off the show then transitioned to a looser after-party chat and at that point the show's social media liaison on behalf of several in the twitter sphere asked the question that anyone following the news this week knew was going to be asked it was directed towards jesse what's your take on amy schumer's latest racist nonsense behind the panelists a screen filled up with an image from schumer's new controversial formation video as well as several other several of her offensive tweets and just like that things finally got really really awkward jesse's immediate response was both squirrely and definitive no amy schumer is not racist now keep in mind the question was what's your take on amy schumer's latest racist nonsense hers was amy schumer is not racist no the audience booed yells of that's because you're white field the hall it got worse alicia a leader of the most significant movement working to fight for racial justice right now eloquently and calmly tried to explain why yes schumer's words and actions are racist and hurtful and jesse repeatedly prevented her from finishing by throwing up her hand and saying essentially i hear you but amy schumer is not racist oh but she didn't she didn't yeah that far she was concerned she was not trying to hit that because all they care about is the r word dog and to it's like as far as they're concerned racism exists but nobody's doing it nobody doing it right right Nobody's you know it. it's okay. nothing i'm doing it's all it's something that just exists out in the universe that's stopping right. it's, it's some shit it's some shit folks just make the fuck up out of the sky yeah like unless it's somebody i agree disagree with like uh politically nobody's racist you know as far as liberals are concerned the only racist people are republicans that's it everybody else is cool as jesse rudely interrupted alicia the audience screamed let her talk it got worse right jesse weekly demurred that some of what amy has said is racially charged and includes some blind spots and tried to defend her own beliefs by saying she's gotten into arguments with amy about black lives matter you disappeared oh i disappeared okay all right oh it also says waiting for you to reconnect make sure that the internet is connected okay it is all right give me a second to refresh and we'll get back in there with the uh with the audience um so we'll figure this out um hopefully this isn't my computer being stupid again okay oh we'll just wait till i get in there see what's going on i'm looking for an hourly wage i went to high school didn't do great still i gotta make more cash more education is what i'm looking at when i get I went on the internet and found education connection. 
Get connected for free. The connection. Get connected for free. The connection. That's my jam and a link change every time. Mm-hmm. All right. Damn, I didn't know I'd be jamming this long. I thought this shit was over. <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully, we're back and you guys can hear us. Okay. Yes. Back to the article. Um. So yeah, they were like, "Let her talk," and it got worse. She said that uh, Amy said said some racially charged things and had some blind spots, and even said she got into arguments with Amy about Black Lives Matter, suggesting Schumer doesn't support Black Lives Matter. Oh, you have a. <laughs> In a terribly misguided find solidarity with Alicia, she also claims she got it because I'm Jewish. A uh, collective groan rattled from the rafters. Because, of course, you can understand different people's oppression is different. You can be Jewish and still be racist against black people. Come it's, on, dog. It's not the same. You know, it's actually not the same. Why you should be able to get it, what a lot of people do is they use that as a get-out-of-jail-free card, which is, oh, no, 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 you don't have to explain or accuse me of anything. I get it, okay? So, and we both get it, and move on. Stop complaining. Stop talking about what I'm doing, okay? Because right. I get it, girl. You don't get it. Uh, and how do you, how dare you say that, and somebody on the panel is, is connected with Black Lives Matter? Yeah, they telling you, like, you actually don't get it. This is why it's problematic. Uh, I get it, girl. I'm Jewish. I think I know what's going on. Yeah, is it time for a commercial? Yeah, it's ready to leave. Is the light off? Uh, collective groan. A collective groan rattled the rafters. At some point, San Francisco comedian Kasim Bentley uh came on stage to discuss racism and comedy in the age of social media there was talk about how the nature of comedy can lead to overstepping boundaries and why it's important to acknowledge when that happens shane bauer the mother jones investigative reporter who had earlier chatted one-on-one with w kamal talked about the danger of misinterpreting the work he does infiltrating groups like right-wing border militias because it can make it too easy to point and say well i'm not as racist I'm not racist like that. Right. At another point, Dr. Melissa Hudson Bell, PhD, by the way, is this is why that woman that was talking about feminism not want men in her class. This is kind of like the same thing, but with white fragility, where it's like this whole show has become about this white woman's defense of Amy Schumer and her feeling attacked. Like we can't even have a conversation, right? Because you, you don't you you're so uncomfortable. I'd rather you sit here and not say shit didn't actually be defensive yeah it's now every black person or person of color coming out to be like but white lady listen to this version like what about this and her being like amy's not racist i'm sorry i don't want to talk about this anymore come on guys i get it i'm jewish right and 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 that that for so many women and minorities they get tired of so it's like before i go through this conversation for the thousandth time fuck you and everybody let's get over here and let's have a conversation because obviously she don't want to be here at another point dr melissa hudson bell phd w kamal's wife stepped out from the wings and onto the stage to audience chairs she said that she felt a response to speak on the matter as a white person and that not only is it clear that amy schumer is racist but it's clear that jesse is racist too for the record we got a question a long time ago on a feedback show and somebody was talking about interracial relationships and i remember them saying w kamal bell is like an example of like what about these woke black men that date these white women how y'all feel about that i was like i i don't feel anything about it my guess is that 
not knowing their relationship those white women are woke as fuck as well come on because these niggas make a living talking about race it's gonna be real difficult to come home to somebody that's like i don't see color right so you know and i'm sure that black people that you know are in the racial relationships that don't talk about race and stuff like that they're probably dating somebody that that is more less talk about race you know like everyone has their level and they meet a partner i don't think people are really thinking about that shit on a global scale when they meet somebody but in general gonna be hard pressed to find somebody that's that outspoken dating somebody that's that fucking like completely clueless right and we also read an article about the time him his wife his wife and somebody was dead he came and and the barista cut a fool yeah so when you have a situation like that she she is aware yeah she's experienced it right you know it's it's not it's it's that's the thing when you love somebody you opt into their problems as well and if you love a black person in america you're gonna opt into seeing some shit it it might not i mean there's some people that are on some like i'm blind and i don't want to talk about this or or see it ever but in general you're not gonna be able to avoid it dude you're gonna see the way people treat your kids you're gonna see the way people treat your spouse you're gonna see you know it's not gonna be everybody you know the way people treat you i mean it's not gonna be everybody but you unless you're just a blind person you're going to experience something where you're like fuck man like i i had this inner in, intruding into your life and your love but that's what happens with everybody you know um at any rate so um she says she had to speak as you know a white woman uh to audience chair she said she felt to speak okay so she says uh not only is it clear that amy schumer is racist but it's clear that jesse is racist too and she's saying you know what um i'm white and i'm racist too because we live in a racist society by the time the talk winded down after jesse repeated amy schumer is not racist probably five times or more specifically you she just didn't do but just make people mad because you're trying to deflect well it's all here's the other thing that's also her job true you know what i mean like you i don't expect her to say my boss is a racist no i didn't know and uh i'm not saying you did you i'm not even saying i'm not even saying that i'm just saying general right she's speaking at this event this topic came up i don't expect her to go yes my boss is racist because if she is the kind of racist person and 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 does have the 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 i'm the victim mentality like she's had so far on criticism about her sensitivity um she will definitely fire this lady and be like fuck you you joined them correct so you know when she's talking about we have conversations about black lives matter that's her way of probably saying like yeah she got some issues but hey i mean she don't mean to be racist that's when she say that that's what you mean but it's the same way that's in blackface for halloween and they don't quote unquote mean to be racist i have plenty of black friends i'm not really racist guys come on i got why would i be racist i'm the least racist person i don't have a racist bone in my blackface wearing body okay guys <laughs> um so yeah um at least a couple times the stage was in a state of disarray and the audience was roiling um so yeah we got that promised awkward conversation and speaking to w kamal's point we got the opportunity for awkward conversations that come in the wake of that awkward conversation because here's the thing yes amy schumer is racist amy schumer is racist she's racist because we live in a society founded on racism that has afforded her racial privilege and she's racist because she said some racist shit last night jesse made it clear that she's racist too and yes i'm white and yes i am racist too because we live in a society founded on racism that affords me racial privilege and because i haven't always fully acknowledged how i move through this world differently because of the color of my skin and i've done some racist shit i thought that cop was nice when i got off without a ticket instead of 
how would that have been different if i wasn't white i view black men and white and white men walking behind me at night differently i've tried i'm I'm trying to be more aware every day but i fuck up and i'm still racist so if racism can happen in context outside of whitehood and vigilantism and if it indeed perpetuates our entire society what now then it's not quite as simple as saying yep i guess i'm racist like everyone else for one thing that acknowledges in degree of racism for another that's not really going to affect anything the most important step is owning that shit and here's what owning that shit doesn't involve interrupting and dismissing the words of a black Lives matter matter uh, black lives matter co-founder talking to you about their lived experiences and how racism works adopting fallacious one-size-fits-all approach to oppression by acting like if you know about one kind of oppression say being jewish in america or being a woman in america you know about an entirely different kind of oppression say being black in america trying to appease those who are offended without being held in any way truly accountable by relying to on bs topically charged language which signals something can rely on blatantly racist stereotyping without having ill intent or being harmful if a man says something obviously offensive to a woman do we call it gender charged language no we call it sexism because Come it on. is right that's the thing man like i think that's what bothers me the most is that these women will fight for women's issues particularly white women's issues but still women's issues with such vigilance with such fervor like you'll take on the dogmatic about it yeah you'll take on ageism in hollywood and see all the nuance there but the second someone says hey man some of the shit you say is a little fucked up with race stuff you have the same reaction that that men have when they see your ageism skit where they're like oh god this bitch complaining hating okay we can't help if you're not hot anymore why the fuck would i want to see you on screen you knew what the business was when you got in here like like you would take like you hate that kind of guy yet here you are being that kind of person to others mm-hmm. yeah and at any time she could have opted to be quiet and that don't mean you co-signing right uh further skirting accountability by brushing it all off as the machinations of comedy yes good comedy can tackle sensitive issues like race and be deeply uncomfortable and even controversial but there's also such things as offensive and moral but just plainly bad comedy and this kind punches down and relies on the audience's ugly racism to glean laughs it's not okay and you know what it's not funny uh a little too far with that i think uh sometimes some of these people get into this thing where they're like no jokes are funny if they're picking on people that i consider less than and it's like yeah that's not necessarily true this shit I, i've heard jokes where where it's just hard to do it's just very hard to do honestly yeah, some comedy people fail to realize it is hard to execute yeah that's why the best people can literally make jokes about racism make jokes about sexism right make jokes about lgbtq like these are topics for a lot of people they do not execute well you have you have to really be really good at your craft or to execute it to make it fun. honestly though it's about standing behind it i don't right. i don't standing know behind a, it. i don't know about what it takes to be a great comedian because i'm not one i'm not right. that's not my point i just mean there's comedians i've heard that have made jokes went that's fucked up it's hilarious yes sir patrice o'neill is one i i have laughed till fucking tears came out of my eyes and went everything he said i disagree with right when i saw when we saw moranzio vans here i don't think i've laughed that fucking hard ever but yes that point of view is some of his jokes is like fucking hard but it's also so goddamn funny wasn't it though so i don't agree with her like if you're punching down this bad comedy okay look that's it's not funny to you that being said if you're putting out that kind of comedy with no understanding the context of why it is offending people you're not very good at 
you're not very thoughtful at your material i'll put it right. that way I'm not very- i think and i think that's just as um a professional you should right. know the pros and the cons to your line of thought just because that's what you do for a living is present your line of thought to people all over the place coming from different backgrounds hoping to get a certain reaction you should know why your shit works and you should know why it doesn't work right that's part of shopping in your craft yeah you don't have to agree with everybody you don't have to try to please everybody but you should at least know okay these type of people don't think this shit is funny for good and bad you know um at any rate um the way jesse treated the charge of racism denied 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 is clearly shared by amy herself who followed the blowback about formation video has only doubled down on defending it amy has repeatedly been given the gift of being told about her racism but instead of using that feedback to evolve she and her surrogates have continually claimed that she's not racist nope not one bit so the cycle continues and so it undoubtedly will at the end of the after party discussion w Kamau wrapped things up by explicitly addressing the awkwardness and saying we need to be having more conversations like that even and really because they're uncomfortable um so yeah she said some people's tweets in there she blocked out their names but talked about how people were talking about it on twitter and stuff as well so but yeah man i hated to make this such an amy schumer centric show but i thought it was uh something worth talking about because um you know uh it happened that that mentality is just racist man you know whether it's lena dunham or whoever you know and men do it too i mean there's there's black men that pull the i'm just trying to keep us all together and you're like and eh, you're just saying some pretty fucked up shit black people or black women or whatever you know all right let's play some guest the race guys now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we have since today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room plays along and karen plays along and there it's okay guys but you knew that before you came on through mm-hmm. uh let's see how about this guy or uh, this one um a woman rammed a police car while taking a topless selfie hmm okay all right karen's going white early on this one guys um yeah uh this happened in bryan texas police say a 19 year old texas a&m university student who rear-ended a squad car told the officer she was taking a topless selfie miranda k Ratter ratter posted a 200 dollars bond after she was charged with drunken driving and possessing alcohol as a minor a police report says the officer was checking on a reported disturbance when he heard brake squeal and an suv slam into his patrol car behind him she told the officer she was taking a topless selfie of herself to snapchat to her boyfriend police say an open bottle of wine was in the console cup holder all right guess the race of mrs uh miranda k raider rider karen went with white sticking with that mm-hmm. let's check the chizzy chizzy chat room and see what they believe um let's see um let's go with white white uh as white as amy schumer stands (laughs) well the correct answer is oh wait okay well it's moving slow on mine i got amy okay i see so amy schumer did get information with those police cars 
she was trying to get her breast uh what is this get her breast uh at, wait information her, huh trying to get her breast information okay and lost control white for some reason it's not showing me everything no. boozy becky whose best feature is her boobs and not her butt okay Aww. all right the correct answer is and so many of you guys guessed white okay so i'm assuming you guys must really believe that miranda k raider must be a white woman you're right she is a white woman guys okay you all got it right oh wait why isn't this playing there we go and um let me see my computer's moving slow so it might be easier to just copy and paste the picture and let you guys click on it yourselves if you want to see her but she is definitely a white woman a white woman uh and i will put it in the chat um all right there we go and uh we'll just go to the bonus round no music because my computer's just acting silly today and i don't want to make it explode to find out what's happening yeah uh a man who tricked women into filming porn videos with him uh is in court okay uh his name is mario a antoine he's a missouri man he tricked dozens of women into having sex with him for fake porn videos and then he intimidated his victims online and sent his footage to their loved ones employer and employers what you heard me karen he had sex with them for fake videos that he said was for his porn site and then he didn't put the videos on the internet but he told them i'm gonna intimidate y'all and send this to y'all loved ones and employers mario ambrose antoine three allegedly used a series of aliases and phony business names to audition with non-existent smut sites with names like playboy worldwide he promised them tens of thousands of dollars but only delivered deranged targeted their jobs and relationships antoine who's a former wedding photographer guess he stopped believing love huh <laughs> has been hit with 21 federal counts including cyber stalking online enticement and extortion if convicted he faces more than 300 years in prison hmm. better be a highlander Not clear. according to court documents unsealed monday antoine ran into the lab with deception that victimized dozens of women around kansas city starting in 2011 he often reached out to them online pretending to be nikki a porn talent manager as nick antoine complimented the women and suggested audition with a porn actor who turned out to be antoine in porn shoes antoine went by mario sixstream his stage name from a failed career as a nashville country singer he promised <laughs> he promised the women up to thirty three thousand dollars for filming one sex video and told them the taste would end up overseas website with zero chance anyone will ever find out these women not know how the internet works he then made them sign contracts and release forms after the shooting he assured them the the checks would come soon the money never arrived according to the affidavit and antoine terrorized the women who complained about it court papers detail his rampant retaliation against the women he filmed according to an indictment he told one woman he would sell her footage unless she either pay him nine thousand dollars or had sex with him again so she chose sex Hmm, well that sounds like rape 
when the woman later saw him to ensure that he deleted the footage they had sex again and he secretly recorded it in another instance antoine told a woman her footage would be sold to a rich porn website unless she filmed another scene with him if anyone ever googles your name they could probably find it he wrote according to the indictment like job interviews in the future he wrote are you going to risk this shit getting out what happens in five years when you want a big girl job i'm telling you reshoot that's why you ought to be fucking when you do this shit right here revenge porn because the way it affects women at a higher clips mm-hmm. they should be mandatory jail time behind that we're not asking no questions lock your ass up yeah set up to 300 years for this uh for another woman he sent her boyfriend the footage they filmed and told the boyfriend he'd be he'd know he'd now be known as the dude who has a porn star girlfriend antoine forge federal man he was playing with fire there antoine forge federal employment and tax forms as part of the sleazy scheme and extensively researched websites warning women how to avoid scams like his he at one point googled illegal to trick girls into sleeping with you uh <laughs> rape right antoine is being held in federal custody for a detention hearing scheduled on thursday he was previously convicted 2013 of stealing an, uh, an unlawful merchandising through his former wedding photography business and spent 45 days in jail well, he'll be spending more than jail now guess the race of mr mar was mario ambrose antoine white all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe this dude has balls okay all right negro Domus says doug w thinks he's a black man uh let's see i'm waiting on some more to pop up guys black uh the random white dude in casting out porn videos right like he really made that he said went you know what fuck the acting this is just a good idea uh the dude the dude bro in the back for brain brothers yeah i mean bang bros they be cheering them on I'm like if you don't shut the hell up white uh somebody eve says um the correct answer is white A couple of y'all did say black, though. Put the link in the chat. What, Karen? I said put the link in the chat. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, like I ain't been doing this show my whole life. Like, I, I'm going to forget this time. Or they probably don't want to see what it looks like this time. Uh, yeah, I put the link in the chat if you guys want to see him. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely a white man okay he's uh it's, it's just wild too because i mean he knew it was illegal he googled it um then the terrorizing people sending it to their boyfriends and shit like i mean i'm surprised one of these like somebody didn't just track his ass down because if he wanted to meet up. the fuck right if he wanted to meet to quote-unquote reshoot people could have just as easily met and fucked him up um it's also very telling and interesting that it's still such an admonishment to be um in you know a woman on a, one of these porn sites or whatever a porn star quote unquote that women did keep this secret for this long i mean they said what 2000 right. something 11 he started this right. it's 2016 right because like i say because the way the internet functions that's how he was able to have sex with a lot of them multiple times yeah because there was like whatever it takes to keep this shit quiet but you know it's coming out to the point where why should i have to be quiet about you fucking being sleazy to me right so whoo that's a lot well and speaking of a lot this has been a long show you got two and a half hours guys 
um let's do some uh sword ratchetness and uh we'll get out of here um let's see where's my sword ratchetness sound effect actually before i even try to try to do this right a clarkston man is facing attempted murder for attacking his brother with a sword uh clarkston man is facing attempted murder charge after police say he attacked his brother with a sword it happened just after midnight uh daniel minug of Asselton county is in the nez purse county county jail on an unrelated outstanding felony warrant police say he cut his brother on his face throat and neck his brother has been visiting had been visiting someone and when he left the home police say minug was waiting on him a family member managed to stop the attack from going any further minug was also charged with first degree burglary and the investigation continues wow that is sick we'll be back tomorrow at six and our guest will be miss smart as we will be recapping the walking dead so see you guys at six until then i love you i love you too